0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Parent Q Live with Reggie Joyner. I'm glad I'm here. And Christina.
1: Kristen Ivy, I'm here Kristen too. Kristen is Ready here. to talk about this.
0: And, and I'm here too. And guys, we're going to be talking today about being a little bit... Well, isn't there a Guns N' Roses song that is named Patience?
1: Oh, is I there? I think there
0: is. Just a little it? Patience. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can roll.
2: Okay. That. Who knows?
1: Anticipation. He's
2: <laughs> uh, <always laughs> yeah. making it great. Carly Simon. Uh, Carly Simon. Simon we can for yeah. a patience song. Yes.
1: There's probably yes. lots of songs about patience, probably. right? That's yeah. And,
0: and, and so patience is the is the topic of the day.
1: Right.
2: So to start off, though, let's admit it: we are not programmed to be patient
0: people. We, we are. We are not. We are. We've actually been deprogrammed. Um, we. Let, let, let's just talk about, about something that, that I think everybody could understand. So Amazon started off as just a, a way to buy books on the internet. That was it. it was, Amazon was just...
1: So you don't have to drive all the way to the bookstore. To the bookstore.
0: You can go to www.amazon.com <laughs> and you could order a book. Then they started selling everything. Then Amazon started Amazon Prime, and that meant you could get things in two days.
1: Two-day shipping. Two-day
0: shipping. Then, now... We have Amazon Prime Now. It's called Prime Now. Prime which now. means you can get things within 6 hours. And then there's a, a an option in Prime Now that if you pay an extra $10, you can get things within 2 hours. You can now order a printer and have it delivered in 2 hours. See, here's
2: so here's my go ahead.
1: There's this fundamental belief underneath that that we all feel like if we could just get what we need faster, yes. we'll but be happier.
2: But here's my problem. I miss the bookstore.
0: Right. I mean there's something
2: about sitting in the bookstore, drinking a cup of coffee, yeah, and being able to look at books and read books and think that I can't do with Amazon. I mean I so and and basically I'm sad that in our culture bookstores are going away. Yeah. So what is it that we're missing because we're impatient people? Uh. That's that's the point here.
1: Right. So we lose out on something when we get something faster? Is that what you're kind of suggesting? We're
0: losing out on on humanity. We're losing out on the the, the tangible, touching human part of life. Immediate
2: gratification will never be as fulfilling as simply experiencing life, and life takes time. The best things in life take time, right?
1: That's great, yeah. I mean... I think that's true. There's all kinds of things. Like, I know right now um, we have these screensavers in my house that show up on the computer. Or they show up on the TV. And there are these incredible pictures of, oh. like, I don't know, like a bear in the woods. antelope Catching a salmon yes. in midstream, you know. Or... I can take one look at the screen and I can see what it looks like halfway around the world. And um, I think they're cool pictures, but I honestly think there's also a sense in which I appreciate the picture far less because it's just circling through my home on this device. But I wasn't the photographer in the moment (laughs) to capture that thing. Have you ever watched Planet Earth and the interviews with these photographers that actually captured the shots? Yes, yes. You it's it's just, the greatest moment of their life. And you can just tell. They're like, we waited for months yes. and months and months. And, and then we saw...
0: The lion devour that baby right. antelope. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm thinking, if you have a n- deeper appreciation, more sense of richness for this photo than I will ever have. It's like somebody who hikes a mountain.
2: Of course, the lion and the antelope threw me off. I have to be honest. That was not exactly <laughs> right. the moment... Because I don't think the the lion was patient, and the antelope was definitely not patient. No, no. But anyway, you were about to say something yes. profound,
0: Kristen. I, <laughs> I I'm know. sorry, I was just planet lost Earth just makes there. me cry when I watch it because it's just so sad.
1: <laughs> it's so sad for the animal, <laughs> for that, the gets animal that gets eaten. Major distraction. Go back <laughs> sorry, to go back to the yeah. point
2: right here. You had
1: the idea is in my mind. The person who hikes a mountain, for example because they walk every step up the mountain, when they reach the top and they look out over the horizon, they see you know the sun and the sky and all that, there's just a deeper appreciation, a richness to the about that experience than somebody who just looks at the picture.
2: Yeah, exactly right. And as a photographer, I can honestly say the picture never does the real thing justice. No, that's true. I mean, it just, just doesn't. And so I think somewhere in the course of life, we're substituting... The picture mm. the quick Ooh, moment for what is life, what is truth, and, right? The yeah. story. not truth, but life. Yeah, yeah what's the story? What
1: yeah, took what's the time? Sto- what was the experience right. around it?
0: It's the experience that, yeah. that leads to that. The um, a lot, a, a lower level of what you just talked about. Okay, this has really nothing to do with nature and photographers in months, but so last week, my family and I went to Universal Studios and we were we got hooked up with this past that allowed us. Um, That really ruined theme parks for us the rest of our lives because it allowed us to skip the line at every single ride so we went to Harry Potter world and We showed this little gold pass and so they would radio somebody and they would come from the ride and They would pick us up and they would take us down the back alleys of the ride and we would just walk straight on the ride And so of course that was great. It was fun, but about halfway through the day my oldest daughter was like I feel like we're missing everything in the castle and I was like, well, what are you talking about? I thought we came here for the ride. And she thought so, too, until she realized, no, the line, the, the amount of work that a theme park puts into now, the waiting and the patience experience, all the stories that they're telling throughout the line, all the characters that they're missing, she wanted to go through the castle instead. So we actually waited 75 minutes in the line, and she realized the line was actually part of the ride. The, the story was being Great. told in the waiting.
2: Yep. So basically what you're saying is in our attempt to make sure we don't miss it and make life work fast, we really miss it. We do. And so there's a danger in immediate gratification that we've got to recognize that all the anxiety and the stress and all the stuff that goes with our impatience causes us to miss the essence yeah. of the life that is fulfilling. So let's talk about that for a second, because I do think it leads to anxiety. It yeah. leads to a different kind of stress. So, so what is that?
1: Right. I, we live in a world that has, because we have to, we have to deliver everything, not just in two days, but immediately. And right. right now we live with this pressure of extended work hours, um, extended work weeks, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. We're pushing ourselves and driving ourselves. And a lot of the drive behind that is this impatience to think if we can just make it happen faster, more and faster, and more, more and, and faster.
2: faster. And I, and I guess where this really gets practical is that it affects not only how we enjoy life, but it affects how we treat other people. Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> so God. you're saying when we're impatient, sometimes we're not kind to the people around us. Well, that's why, that's why when
2: someone's angry, we say go take a hike because <laughs> what we're saying that's to them is, Hey, go get out in nature. Yeah. Go remember what matters. Right. Forget, you know, what you're all stressed about and, right. and just enjoy right. life yeah. for a second.
1: We do, tend to tent, vent, we do tend to vent frustration on the closest person to us whenever we're frustrated and impatient and things aren't happening as fast as we think they should. Just go to the airport.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: my
1: gosh. Well,
0: you know, and, and, and e- we're even impatient now in our rest times. Like, in, I, I think of Netflix culture, right? And I think before, you know, when I was growing up, we had to wait a week to watch a show. We would watch the show. We, in our rest time, we would talk about it. We would wait the week. Now you can watch the entire season of something in seven hours. And suddenly even resting to watch a show isn't restful anymore because now we're just pumping it in. We're just pumping. And I think it's leading to anxiety. I think it is leading to stress.
2: So, uh, in other words, I think what we're trying to do is to back up and go, okay, what would it look like if as parents we understood this fast-paced, immediate gratification thing doesn't work? for how we parent and it doesn't work for what we're trying to get our children to appreciate and understand in Mm -hmm. life.
1: That's great. It doesn't work for how we parent because there's some things in life that you just can't speed up. Right. I mean, you can speed up how fast you get your dish detergent when you're out. But you can't speed up how quickly your kid is going to grow up. You can't take that baby that's not sleeping through the night and just make them instant the fix them to be a three-year-old. You can't make your five-year-old all of a sudden be ready for a professional sports team. You can't make you know, your 15-year-old all of a sudden feel like they're ready for a career and mm. acting professionally. or things, There's all kinds of things that you just can't speed up about the way a kid grows up.
2: Yeah. It's going to take 18 years for every kid to grow up. Yep. I and mean, we like what John Acuff says all the time. You can fast forward childhood, but you can't rewind it. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn to do a couple of things. We have to learn, first of all, to be patient in the moment, yeah. to be present with our children. That's a, that's a big part of this idea of patience, right?
1: That can definitely be hard when we have an adult high-speed culture and we have a lot of pressure on us to hurry up and get things done, perform things faster, and yet we have to pause intentionally if we want to be present with Good. our kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Be super patient.
2: It also means that we've got to learn to be patient in this season. I think you are alluding to that a while ago, that there's a preschool season, there's an elementary season. Every season requires from us a different set of skills as a parent, But we've got to let a kid move through that season at a pace at which they can get to what's next.
1: Yeah, yeah. and sometimes our impatience in a season is the thing that robs a child of being prepared for the next season. Yes. So like right now, my youngest daughter is in the twos, which is just this incredibly trying season for patients, specifically because she wants to do everything herself. And yet when she does it herself, it takes longer. It's always messier. There's a lot of patience required in parenting a toddler. But if we're not patient to let our toddlers try something themselves, then they won't be prepared to get into elementary school, tie their own shoes, buckle their own seatbelt, mm-hmm. all of those skills that they're going to need.
2: And we can do the same thing with a middle schooler.
1: Oh, absolutely. We can try
2: to do it for them if they can't get it done the way we think they should get it done because we don't want them to fail, right?
1: Right, absolutely. And we can also rob our kids of of what happens in the journey through sports. Uh-huh. Sometimes in our impatience in- um in the elementary years maybe to make sure that they know how to shoot a three point shot or we want to raise the goal, raise the net. Yeah. All those things sometimes
2: It's traveling baseball leagues for 5 years old. 5 year olds. Yes, right.
0: Well, well and and I think we we begin to lose out as parents too if we're not being patient and enjoying the season that they're in. You know, we sometimes it is when you're in the middle of it, I mean yesterday We were having uh, lunch with a few people, and one of them had a two-year-old, or Mm -hmm. you know, and looked at us like, you know, is 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 it going to be better? Is it (laughs) going to get you know? But at the same time, now I look back and I think I really wish I didn't rush through that stage, and I really enjoyed it because I do miss them being that age, you know. Well, life just
2: doesn't work in a rushed way. I mean, you can't run a marathon you know the day before decide you're going to run it without preparing you know months months in advance education is the same way yeah. sports are the same way we mentioned that there's there's um Malcolm Gladwell wrote the book where he talked about the 10,000 hour principle yep i mean just think about that one principle if you're going to be good at anything according to Malcolm Gladwell you need to spend 10,000 hours doing it which that's the equivalent of about 4 or 5 years on a job Doing that specific skill. Eight hours a day. We should just make a rule that nobody can blog about anything nobody. until they've done it for 10,000 right. hours. Nope. <laughs> all these guys talking about marriage, who've been married for four or five years. Yep. You know, yep. when they've never really, you know. Stop I mean, talking. Right. Stop just stop talk. talking. No until, more webinars. Right. Stop. So let's just, parenting books. I mean, we're yep. all guilty of saying, yep. hey, here's the way to be the right parent. I know I only have a two-year-old. Exactly. But I'm going to tell you how <laughs> to be a parent. It just takes time. It and does. the same thing is going to be true for our kids. We need to teach them to lock in, to be patient, to understand this takes time, for them to be good at something so we can prepare them for what's next.
1: In our hurry to be experts so often, we forget that experts are made of learning fundamental skills over and over and over and over again. We skip over the fundamentals because they're not the flashy things, right? We want to get to the flashy and the high uh, glamour stuff that you can kind of, the stuff you want to put on the front page of your instagram or your social media profiles but the fundamentals are the skills that require practice over time a lot of patience and that's Mm, what really builds greatness
2: i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off finish finish that thought
1: no that was and the fundamentals over time are really what builds greatness
2: so let's get really practical kind of wrapping this up for a second if our kids are growing up in a fast-paced culture and it's our wiring as parents and adults to live in a fast-paced culture and we're programmed to get everything when we want it, how we want it, as quickly as possible. What are some practical things we can do really fast, because I want to be fast because I'm impatient, (laughs) so that we can do to help our kids understand how to slow down and be patient and wait?
1: Well, Reggie. Mm -hmm. Don't go that slow. Can you speak faster?
2: Do not go that slow.
1: (gasps) One of the things I think we could do is – have a few things in our family that you know that you're waiting for. Yeah. Something that you know that's going to take time. And you know, maybe this is as simple as you have a garden. I mean, that may sound like really dated information but go plant something we, that we you have know one. you have to wait for. We
0: right? we Heather has a I guess it's about an eighth of an acre garden that all the kids every gardening season. So right now it's about to start. We're in the we're in the beginning of spring here. They have a little plot that they plant their cucumbers and all the you things. You can't speed that up. Can't speed it up. Gardening is one thing. I think. I
2: think cooking is something else. Cook together as a family. Yeah. Do you have chickens in your garden, by we, the way? We
0: do. We've got do five. You, do you kill them and cook them? <laughs> well, we did. We did it with the rooster. <laughs> okay, that's
2: okay. a rooster. You ate a rooster. Yeah, anyway, that's a different context. I know, but I, I think know. if you yeah. if you can actually spend some time, you know, going through the effort of what it takes to prepare a meal to cook a meal. Right. You're waiting on it, right? If you don't yeah. have
1: an ability to garden or grow something or have a potted plant in the window or whatever it is, there could be something like we grew crystals the other day. I mean, it was like a, just an experiment with a chemistry yeah. kind of set, and they had to wait seven days for that. There's all kinds of things that you just go, right now we're waiting for this.
0: And nature has a way of slowing us down. It, nature has a way of doing it. When I take my kids out into nature, whether it's to fish, whether it's to hunt, um, you know, I, th- I think the first time I took LeSai in a, in a tree stand, he wanted the deer to walk by two minutes later. Like, Dad, push the deer button. Yeah. So the deer comes by so that we can get dinner. No, it's actually going to take days and, you know, of sitting here and waiting patience.
2: And I've also noticed, Kristen, in, in your house, a lot of times you have these crafts and activities and things that teach kids to wait.
1: Right. Right now we're actually waiting on some clay to harden. Oh. <laughs> we're doing one of those volcanoes, you know, where you put in the, Baking soda, baking soda and it, you know, they can't wait to make the explosion, um, but in, but right now we're having to wait just on the clay around the volcano to harden before we can do the big it's fun good. explosion.
2: And I know you mentioned nature too, Carlos. I do think that there is something about nature, and we began this conversation talking about climbing a mountain. Hmm. I, I think if you would just imagine that this is a journey and a process, and we've got to walk through it, not run through it. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? And how can we expose our kids to things in nature that actually will help them, I think, in a culture that is causing them to be more stressed and more anxious?
1: Wow. There's no alert buttons in nature, you know, those message alerts or red circle notifications, right? You just go out and you see what you see, um, and there is, this is where you just kind of breathe again.
0: Yeah. And you know, and, and nature is going to look different to different people, you know? So, so as you're listening to this, some people love the ocean. Some people, my, my wife is a mountain person and a snow person. And so, but there is something I think physical that happens to us, uh, patience wise when we step into these, these spaces that, that really kind of pour that into so us. So
2: find a park. Yeah. Thank Roosevelt for it. Yeah.
0: And Ro- go, yeah. go ahead. Roosevelt, Roosevelt started the National Park System. Chris, I think so you were saying because:
1: U.S president, and he had a period of time where he was depressed. Um, he experienced death in his family, he was really low, and a friend just invited him out into California, I believe, where he went into nature for a season, and his friend just said, "Hey, come with me, we're going to ride through the woods. We're going to look at the trees." Yeah. And that was where he found healing and rest and just restored energy and a fullness of fullness. life. And that's where you know I used to be an English teacher and we would teach you know, David Thoreau and he would say, I went into the woods to live deliberately because he wanted to live the fullness and the richness of life. And there is a sense in which our country, we protect these, these fields and these pieces of land and cities have city parks for a reason because we can step into nature and just press pause for a minute, rest for a minute, slow down and feel patient again. Yeah.
2: So just remember as a parent as you listen to this, you know, catch yourself going too fast and deliberately slow down and make sure you're present in this moment, you're present in this season because it's going to take 18 years to right. raise a kid. It's not going to happen overnight. And just remember, you know, that based on what we're trying to say, an impatient life is really an empty life. Yeah. And a patient life on the other side is going to be the ticket having fullness as a family and experience the things that I think God created you to experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I know listening to this already, I'm even feeling a little bit of breath (laughs) like, Oh, I'm going to incorporate some patience back in. Uh, guys, thanks for hanging out with us today, listening to the podcast. We've got a lot more great things coming up ahead. So subscribe Spotify, iTunes, all the places. You can head over to theparentq.org for some show notes and some more ideas on how to really lean into this idea of patience. Carlos Whitaker for Reggie and Kristen saying we'll see you next time on Parent Q Live.